0: Episode number 15. The Space Museum. 15. 14. This is episode... Okay. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You have named them, the episodes that, like, we've recorded in. Mm -hmm. The thing is, we've skipped an episode, remember? We just skipped the Crusade. Yeah, but I was just... Okay, fine. The Crusade is episode 14 hmm This is episode 15. Fine. Okay?
1: Fine.
0: So, episode 15, Space Museum. I love this episode. Dear, what'd you think of it? What happened in it?
1: I was gonna say, are we jumping to that part of it already? Like, holy fuck. That's... Yeah, you know what?
0: Fuck it. We're not gonna tell anyone what happened in this. Dear, mm. what's your number? Uh, point 0.5. Okay. I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, You're a bitch. We're um, never doing this get podcast out of my again. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're never doing this podcast again okay please re- return
1: um, me your your uh your vibe.
0: yep it's uh, it's already on it's way mm-hmm, thank you um okay um anyway what does actually happen in this um
1: we see the middle of the TARDIS doing a swoosh swoosh but things are weirdly frozen and everyone's clothes are really crazy and they were apparently in the first crusade and the title is the space museum And then we blink and everyone is suddenly in normal clothing again and acting weird and blinking. And they're like, what happened? And they're clothed differently and that's weird. And there's apparently nothing wrong with their clothes changing. The doctor's like, "Eh, it just happens. It happens. Don't worry about it. It's happening. And he goes, Vicky, go check for our clothes and also give me a glass of water. You know. And apparently, their crusading clothes were all hung up, and Vicky gets scared and drops her glass of water, and it breaks, and then it swoops back into her hand, unbreaking itself. And then, whoosh, they, the they see some spaceships outside of the TARDIS, and apparently, all of them are from different time periods, and there's also a bearding and a, a building.
0: <laughs> a bearding?
1: <laughs> a building. But the readings... <laughs> Listen, it's been a long week, okay? Uh, we just finished One. It's been a long week, okay?
0: Okay, okay.
1: Uh, so the readings all say that it's pretty safe, and Vicky is having a fucking traumatic experience, and... <laughs> she really is
0: just fucking traumatized.
1: No one believes her. They're like, oh yeah, no, that totally happened, Whatever. And they find out that they landed on a museum somehow, very easily, and so they all decide to go outside and look for themselves. And they're like, wow, there's dust everywhere, and look at this very realistic painted background of Utah, and look at these weird rocks, and apparently it's a dead planet, and Ian's sort of confused about it, but then then Ian kind of goes, okay, well... If we're walking on multiple layers of dust, why are we not leaving footprints? Yeah,
0: that's that's what he's mainly confused about. Yes.
1: So they make their way to the fucking geometric building and try to head inside. And there's apparently something off to Barbara and she says it's entirely silent around them. So silent you can almost hear it. So they continue into the set of somebody I used to know, um, and hmm? no. okay, Peter Griffin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did uh, a. Fucking joke um, about so
1: that. the doors open and everyone scampers out of the way to not be seen, even though they would be obviously very seen. And Vicky like. Nearly sneezes, and Barbara does that thing that, like, ironically, like where you put a finger under the person's nose so they don't sneeze, even though that doesn't work. And but then she does it sneeze. Uh huh. But then she does sneeze, but no one notices, and it's kind of weird. So they walk inside to look around, and there's Flo- 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 Florence. Flo Florence senses Florence. Fluorescent lights. The doctor oh, fucked up okay. saying fluorescence so many times, it was amazing.
0: Like <laughs> he fucked it up, like, twice. He's, he did it, like,
1: three times. That and they were so like, no, let's go with that take.
0: He's old. They don't mm. have much time to film.
1: Mm. <laughs>
0: oh, shit. No, not because he's gonna <laughs> die soon. I mean, they literally don't have much time to film. Uh-huh. They have deadlines, dear. Mm-hmm. that's totally what you meant I hate you I know you do he doesn't die for another decade (laughs) nearly a decade
1: Mm, that's not that long anyway um, so there's (laughs) there's fluorescent lights up on the ceiling and they're like well that's where the light comes from because there's no windows here and they're walking around the museum and they see a Dalek wow But it's a museum, so it's dead. And Vicky's like, wow, this one looks kind of friendly. Like, in my textbooks, this never sounded like it looked like this. And then they hear someone is walking around the museum, and they all hide again, and then the two men that come in don't see them at all. But they're also speaking, and they're not making noises, and Vicky is really shaken, honestly. And she's just having a fucking panic attack.
0: I, I feel so sorry for Vicky. She's just, like, completely fucked up by this experience. She she is, actually. So they
1: continue to look around, and Vicky decides to try and touch something. Because, of course, she does. And her hand goes straight through it. <laughs> <sighs> and the doctor calls her a stupid child. And then Ian... And well, he calls her a stupid child, like, that can't happen. And then Ian touches it and goes, Wow, my hand goes right through it. And... Then there's three people that come into the room and are, like, looking around and stuff. And there's no time to really, like, hide or anything. I'm sorry, I'm yawning so much tonight.
0: Oh, dear is a little <sighs> bit sweepy. I'm
1: a little bit sweepy. There's no time to hide or anything. And apparently they couldn't see them or hear them, probably. So they're like, oh... I guess we're invisible or not really there because we stood out in the open and no one even saw us and they walk from room to room and they finally see the TARDIS but it's invisible and shitty and not there and then the doctor questions again if they're there or not and then they glance over and see their bodies in boxes on display (laughs) haha
0: And further solidifying Vicky's trauma.
1: <laughs> yes, but but then Vicky does a really smart, and it's really fantastic, actually. Yeah, yeah, it made the, me really the, like this her.
0: Episode like they they really wanted they to give they her really more tried personality. A lot of times to try and not have uh, the female companions just be dumb women. They really mm. wanted them to uh, actually have personalities and shit.
1: Yeah. She does this whole thing about talking about, like, t- space and time being different things and how you can fuck up on one but still be there and it's interesting. Yeah. And they pretty much just, like, look at the bodies and because time has its own dimensions as well as space and the doctor finally admits that it's hard- it was always hard for him to solve the fourth dimension and now here it is staring him in the face. And the TARDIS, they say, the TARDIS jumped a time track and ended up mm-hmm. here, apparently. And so the plan is to wait until their bodies actually arrive because they're currently looking into the future. But Vicky yep. wants to just leave, but then if they do, then they'll just probably wind up here one day in the future. Yep. And then the men in white suits show up and the bodies disappear from the cases Because it's starting! The TARDIS has arrived! And the bodies have disappeared! And then that was the first episode. Mm Hmm. That
0: was the first episode, wasn't it? Yes. I absolutely love this episode. It's nice and short. It's only four episodes long. It's got a lot in it, and it's got a lot of humor in it. A lot of really good humor. Um... So, mm-hmm. I'll have you notice for the third episode. I think um, the Doctor doesn't appear in it because he's on holiday. Ooh! See, you'll note that they uh, take turns going on holidays. Um. But also the the first bit of the space museum, where they're in that costumes. Um that is the only clip surviving from the Crusades final episode. Mm-hmm. Um the rest of it is just gone. Oh. Uh which is unfortunate cuz like the production design of it is really good. Mm-hmm. The story is a bit yeah. Um but the production design is beautiful because it's well I mean it's one of those stories where they're like, "Hey, we have these uh uh old-timey costumes, so mm-hmm. give us give us a story that works.
1: I really liked Barbara's hair up from the intro scene. It makes me so sad I didn't see that. And it doesn't seem to
0: happen. It makes me kind of hope that we do get to see the Crusade someday, because I think you would like it. Mm. Um, um, so... uh, God. So, the the writer of this story didn't actually like the, the script editor. Um what he did to this story because the original mm-hmm. script had way more humor in it um mm. but the script editor at the time was like no no that's inappropriate we we're, we're more of a high concept science fiction story that's what we're going for where it's uh-huh. like he didn't realize that you like you can do high concept science fiction and have humor at the same time like yeah. they're not they're not like mutually exclusive
1: yeah you you can uh, have both you can have horror in your science, fi- your science fiction, and you can have humor in your science fiction.
0: Yeah. Anyway, second episode. What happens? Uh, oh. you good?
1: Yep. D- are you sure that the Titus, Tardis came The
0: Titus, combat- <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Titus is coming after me.
1: <laughs> Welcome to
0: Pirate Cove. <laughs> Welcome to Pirate Cove, with our new <laughs> Titus DLC. <laughs>
1: Only ten ninety nine for your first purchase.
0: Anyway, second episode, what happens to you?
1: <laughs> Give a me a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so Amanda's taking what looks like to be a PC tower and it talks about how some clasps are broken and rotted and they talk how about how they've been there forever. And then another man comes in, and the first one goes, I'm the governor, give me respect. And the third (laughs) mention, an alien ship has landed, and there's no people in them. So they organize a search party, and they talk about destroying some children. And then we cut to the children, and all the kids have very intense eyebrows and are talking to each other. Um. Oh, the prosthetics yeah, yeah. were pretty much they like painted over their normal eyebrows and then glued eyebrows higher on their forehead. Yep. It was it was an interesting choice.
0: Um, Listen, it's low budget.
1: <laughs> yeah, the kids also decided to go out and look for the crew because they hate the the governor and so on, and they want to find them before they do. Maybe and Ian and the others decide to steal a gun from the museum. And no. Ian then pretends to kill all of them.
0: <laughs> well, he's like, <laughs> what if it's live? And he pretends to start shooting them all. Yeah! Like, like Ian, okay. what if it was
1: live? Holy shit! Um... And then they can't decide if they want to leave in the TARDIS or not, or how they'll leave in order to change the future, or if they do leave, will it not change the future and they'll just come back? And uh, they have this argument, like, 20 times throughout this episode, and it's just like, SHUT UP!
0: Listen, they're trying to get through to the audience. Like, this is an audience that... Science fiction on this caliber, like, you you laugh at this being a high-concept science fiction story, but... It kind of was for the time, like. I mean, yeah. It was science fiction where the, the conundrum wasn't was actually, like, a science fiction premise. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just it wasn't just the TARDIS was a means to get to the story. It was like the story involved some type of con, uh, some type of concept involving space and time. So they kind of needed to. And it it's kind of a concept that's not really mainstream, so they needed to, like, dole it out bit by bit to, like, make sure audiences actually understood what was going on. Hmm. Anyway, keep going.
1: Uh, so, they can't decide if they want to leave in the TARDIS or not, or how they'll leave in order to change the future, if they leave through the TARDIS, or they just walk out the door, if someone will take them, and just all this stuff. And the doctor keeps talking about how Ian losing a button is interesting or who would do this sort of thing. And they're like, why are you talking about that? That's really dumb. And he's like, well, if you had known that you had lost your button and saw it when you were looking at your dead body and not being at all traumatized by that, then, like, we would know. And he's like, what the shit? And they decide to leave and find the TARDIS. Ian is to lead the way, but he can't remember anything. And apparently none of them could remember anything, and the doctor's like, "Oh yes, I remember." And he's like, "All right, then which one?" He's like, uh, "I guess I don't remember." You know, everyone forgets. You know that same sort of. He's old. Yes, that same sort of doctor. y think. Well, no, I'm talking about like his ego. It's fine. Well, like he how he's
0: a bit of an ego, but I they they treat the ego more humorously now.
1: Yes. Um, in. Uh, basically goes alright well which way do we go and they basically go up uh, does Vicky remember apparently Vicky remembers so Vicky leads the doctor to kind of remember what fucking path they took by going like yeah it was it was st- 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 straight yeah he, she, he said straight first he said straight first straight down this hallway yeah um and the museum apparently has finally grabbed the TARDIS and is bringing it in and suddenly uh-huh. the younglings see the crew and decide to go kidnap one of them
0: because well, they of need to course, make sure they're on their side.
1: So that they can explain it to the rest of them that are friend that they are friendly. And they're also worried that they have a gun now. And so everyone oh, oh, is... <sighs> so everyone continues walking and just sort of wander through a room. And the doctor stops to look at a machine. And he's like, ooh, interesting, yes. And then he gets yoinked the fuck away. Um, he is, of course, killed uh i.e. I- he's faking it and pretending to be knocked out and dead uh he even does the hilarious open one eye to look at the people around him sort of thing and then we cut to ian who's being cranky that the doctor is a shitty old man and wandered off on his own and now he always does this vicky then assumes that the doctor was captured and Ian and Barbara continue to argue over bu- argue over a whole bunch of bullshit and then decide to mm. stick around so that they can find the doctor. But then when the kid with the when the teens, TM get back, the doctor has apparently kidnapped one of the kids uh, by tying him up and blindfolding him and then running off. And they're like, oh god, we have to go catch him. And they all run out of the room, and we see the Dalek in the side of the room going, Exterminate! I am your master, sort of thing, and it's so scary, him.
0: What he he says is, he goes, he goes, I have fooled them all. I am the master of the universe. Yes, and then he goes, (laughs) yes,
1: (laughs) and pops out of the Dalek because it wasn't actually a Dalek; it was the Doctor in a Dalek. Who could have seen that coming?
0: I mean, it was um, cute. It was it, cute. It was! Admit
1: it. I giggled at it. I'm not saying it wasn't fucking cute. Just because... He yeah, doesn't think it was cute. Okay. Go fucking listen to the commentary track. Then there's your fucking proof.
0: don't know what you're talking about.
1: Did you know we do commentary tracks?
0: What happens in the episode?
1: The shoulder pad crew is still searching for the doctor... Um, but so, but then holds him at gunpoint, thus capturing him because the doctor like walks out of the room giggling to himself and they literally just capture him. Yep. And Ian is so fucking pissed off. He then starts to talk about the Minotaur and using thread in a maze to make sure they don't go in circles. And then Barbara is upset because he took her cardigan and he's like, you didn't ask. That's a good cardigan. And then Ian's like, oh, can't, can we use it? He's like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> it was just we both had we both had a good giggle. Um, we did.
0: We had a bit we had a giggly. Mm-hmm.
1: The doctor is in a room now wandering around touching the walls trying to figure out what's going on. It's very quiet. Nothing is happening. So he goes to sit down in a chair. And then it closes around his waist because of course it does. Mm. And a giant window sort of thing opens up in front of him and it's the governor. And he starts talking to him, and they're like, Alright, dude, you know where you are? How did you get here? So on and so forth. And they're apparently at Zeros? Zeros? Zeros. Zeros, A planet in the Moric Empire. And the doctor starts to make jokes and stuff at the governor, and the doctor literally mentions Rome and how he burned it. He he. (laughs) And... (laughs) We noticed at this point that this man has very teeny tiny legs.
0: And it was... it look Okay, the perspective <laughs> makes him look like he's got really tiny legs and he's standing up, or, whereas he's actually like sitting behind a desk, but the perspective looks like it, he's... It's
1: also big. because he has that huge shoulder pad outfit, so it makes his torso look way bigger than it is. So it just looks like he has little teeny tiny baby legs, and it's great. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. So, the chair actually projects mental images of things that the doctor is thinking about, so he can't lie. So, he asks how the doctor got there in the first place, and the image that pops up on the screen is, of course, an old bicycle. Uh Uh-huh. A
0: penny farthing
1: Mm-hmm. And then he asks, like, where are you from? And he's shown a video of sea lions. And he's like, you're not an aquatic animal. was like, you don't know that.
0: (laughs) So Then then they ask, where's his friends? And he just opens up a picture of a a fucking walrus. Oh. Hold
1: on. Discord decided to take a shit on us. So one second.
0: It's all good. Keep going. Okay,
1: never mind. So uh, the man has teeny tiny legs. Uh, He asks them... Uh, the, the the question that Gam mentioned before Discord took poop. Um, finally, they are at the end of their thread. Ian and Barbara and everybody are at the end of their thread. And Barbara is worried about the change of time. And they finally cr- come across a bunch of people with the TARDIS. And I don't remember why I actually said, God damn it, I sort of hate this episode in my notes. Because I actually didn't really hate this episode. I don't know why I said that um, so they have no more use for the doctor and threaten him with being used as a specimen in the museum and they take him to the preparation room and then that was the end of the episode I really don't know why I said I hate this episode sort of like it wasn't that bad
0: <laughs> I don't like this it's okay um, I don't like me either Um. so you know the governor, Governor mm-hmm. Lobos Yeah. Uh, he has a incredibly heavy cockney accent yeah he does uh, but he was asked to deliver his lines in English mm-hmm. in BBC English oh boy uh, uh, he he does a pretty decent job his accent only slips occasionally uh, he he bellows at an underling to use maximum security <laughs> <laughs> he does uh, which is. Honestly, great. Um, So this episode is super low budget because uh, every other episode in this season was uh, really high budget. So they wanted a low budget one so they wouldn't go like over budget in total. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is good. But I think it's a really good low budget story. I don't think Um, it's really that bad. It doesn't feel low budget. No, it doesn't. Which is, I mean, a good sign of a good low budget story if you can't tell Mm -hmm. it's low budget. -hmm. Um, but yeah, what happens in the next episode, dude? Uh,
1: stuff and things, including the the title called the search. The episode after. Uh, more stuff and less things.
0: Oh, okay. Mm Mhm. Next episode, the chase. Okay. All right. So.
1: So, in the episode The Search, they've acquired the TARDIS, and the young teens, the TM, are just kind of looking at it, like, trying to figure out what the fuck is up with it. They're like, ooh, ooh, what's this? And while the shoulder pad brigade is, of course, guarding it. And they kind of tell the teens to, like, go fuck go fuck themselves, like, go away. And uh, the shoulder brigade is still trying to figure out what to do, and they're like, there's no way in, we don't understand. And the governor comes over and touches the TARDIS a bunch, looking for a way in and then orders it to be forced into. They decide to go ahead and get the cutting equipment to try to break their way in And Ian and the crew overhear that the doctor is being prepped for display. And the first guy, not the governor, the second-in-command, basically, uh, walks out and notices literally everybody at the door. Jay Leno. Jay Leno. uh, Gets up and notices everyone at the door. Because of course he does. So he holds them at gunpoint. And they argue again about what is or what isn't the future. What is the choices they are going to be making? And then Jade Leno goes, hey, shut the fuck up. I'm holding you at gunpoint. And so Ian makes a grab for his gun and tells everyone else to run off. And there's a fight and Ian gets away. And Barbara loses Vicky and stumbles into a strange room with a body in it. But actually it's just a dummy. And, again, the whole peripheral vision thing does not exist in this show, and it's great. Oh, come
0: on. I'm gonna bring it up if it's there. It's not that- it's not as bad as it was in season one.
1: No, it was not. Um, Vicky is also caught by the teens, TM, and they convince her that they're good, and go look for Barbara. And Ian hides behind the TARDIS, and is a sneaky snoot, uh, coming around and surprising a man with a rock, and then steals his gun. And apparently the process that the doctor is going through is some sort of embalming to preserve the people in the museum. And Mm -hmm. the air in the museum is to be replaced with a type of gas so that they get paralyzed in about an hour. And if they don't leave, they will basically get paralyzed and get dragged out or they will leave and get captured. I've watched enough fucking crazy fucking it's fine it <laughs> we already made that joke in the commentary i'm not bringing it back that's fair apparently the process so I'm sort of bombing but well we see barbara has fallen asleep in the mummy room and someone comes in to help her it is the boy and she goes to hit him with the stick but then he goes <gasps> barbara goodbye. are are you in here and she stops. she's like how do you know my name and Apparently the Xerons are the ones that own the planet and the Morrox use it as a place to remember wars and shit because the Xerons were extremely peaceful and the Morrox were like, fuck you. And then gas suddenly starts to seep into the room and Barbara and the boy run away. And then we see Vicky eating steak and planning and talking about their past with the other teens, like having just a fine time. She was having a good old time. And they mentioned that Barbara was probably captured at this point because it's taken them forever to get back. And Vicky tells them, well, why don't you take the Morat's guns? Be- but apparently it's never been an option because it's always gone badly and the guns are behind a safe and the lock is a lie detector. What is a gun? Miserable pile of secrets. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I hate that that's not actually that inaccurate. Anyway, um... <laughs> Ian and his prisoner sort of weasel out uh, some information from the second-in-command and they scoot themselves away and the teens attack one of the Soldier Pad Brigade and lead Vicky into the armory and she looks over everything and tells them to break the light beam and start the questions so she can figure it out. It also has a bunch of, like, request numbers that they need and it probably needs to open with, like, a bunch of other stuff and all the answers have to be answered truthfully. And Uh, apparently we cut to the governor being annoyed that no one has gotten out yet. And he's kind of confused and like assuming that they might be dying in the gas, which is where we made our very bad joke. And Barbara and her guy get paralyzed and so on. Vicky fucks with the computer a little bit and actually did not what I thought she was going to do, which was kind of a little bit sad. Um, I thought she was going to
0: probably in the original script, she was going to,
1: So I thought she was just going to change the question so that the the question that she answered would be truthful. It would just be the question she needs it to be, where in reality, she changes it so that she didn't have to answer the right reply, but to only answer the truth. So she answered her name and the reason she needed the guns was for revolution and the door opened and they got guns. Yay. Ian has now come, Ian has now come into the governor's room with a gun behind his back and Ian turns into a fucking murderer apparently and is like literally threatening, threatening to shoot them because it's fun and it would probably feel better and then follows them after telling them to really lead him to the doctor to see if he's okay, even though he can't be quote unquote saved and they open a door and they zoom in on his face and he goes, (gasps) doctor, and then that's where the episode ends.
0: The doctor is dead! The doctor is dead! Crab, please! Crab, why do you crab please when the doctor's dead? Come on, dear. Because that's what
1: the crab please is for.
0: Don't crab please about the doctor being dead. No crab one please. How dare you? Crab brave. How dare you? How crab How dare brave. you? So, um... Crab brave. So, this episode has a bit of an odd moment in it. Uh... Mm-hmm. The section where, um, uh, what's it called? Vicky. Um, (laughs) (laughs) something really rare for the the 1960s was, um, they had a. They used film for a section, uh, Uh to do of an interior, and it was really rare that they would use film on an interior location. Like, very obvious throughout, basically, even up to the 80s that they wouldn't use... Um, y- you can see a massive difference between, like, interior shots and exterior because they would use yeah. film outside and not inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but they used film inside this because they needed it to show the special effect of Vicky repairing the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't reverse the footage the way they did on on, on uh, videotape, so they had yeah. to, like... They had to actually use um, film, and it's basically unnoticeable until, of course, it's noticeable now on DVD because, well, you can fucking see that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see the difference
1: the film lines uh, and everything, yeah
0: yeah, yeah, um another little little fun fact about it actually um the four episodes were produced in the same time that the film uh Doctor Who and the Daleks was in production hmm um so god i I really want to watch those movies with you one day, <laughs> there's I mean... two of them. Um, we we have movie
1: night for a reason
0: I mean yeah I might make it a goal or something though because those are sure something Um, but uh, yeah just to give you more of a timeline of when this was because this was like 1964 end of 1964 I believe yeah beginning of 1965 sorry so god 1965 were you even born back then (laughs)
1: Wow, I'm not that fucking old! (laughs) Holy shit, that would make me 60! Fuck off! (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) Get out of here! You fucking baby, get the fuck out of here!
0: What happens in the last episode, dear?
1: I don't know, I forgot I'm old! That's I'm going okay. I'm going through dementia. I'm sorry. That's okay, It's
0: That's okay. <laughs>
1: That's the final countdown.
0: What, what happens?
1: Uh it's fun. <laughs> we see the doctor in what looks to be like a coffin looking thing. And he's apparently in the second stage and is as good as dead. So Ian threatens him them with a gun in order to reverse the process. And yeet. Mm-hmm. yeet. Yes. Um so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna point out that I wrote down this line because we both hated it but I apparently misspelled it. I'm assuming that there's no truths in science, only facts.
0: There's no truths in science, only facts. What?
1: Yeah, the the, one of the the general basically goes, or the governor basically goes, there's no truths in science or something. There's no blank in science, only facts.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay.
1: And you literally went, yeah, okay, dude, to it. And I was like, all right. Um, so I, I wrote that down, but I apparently misspelled it. There's no trucks in Science Only Facts.
0: <laughs> Full wheel drives only.
1: <laughs> Ooh, rear, rear, rear wheel drives only. Rear, 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 rear wheel 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 rear, Yes. Uh, so we see Vicky now handing out guns to everyone and making a plan for the revolution. And... Then Vicky gives up her gun and says she's going to go find Ian and Barbara instead of helping. And then she's given a friend to go with her and a gun. So, okay. And suddenly, the cutting tools have arrived at the TARDIS. But then something has gone weird, so they leave it to get to the bottom of it because someone wasn't at their post. And Barbara has awoken and taken her companion and attempts to get the fuck out of the smoke. And Ian is now the has only one gun. Because in the previous scene, he had two, but now he only has one. And the doctor is getting warmer, but apparently... And he's waking up slowly, or at least as slow as he can. And he kind of does, like, a frog map, but is able to wake up and stumble out of it and take a seat. And so one of the guards tries to run at Ian, but backs the fuck up because he's scared. And... Apparently, the crew was more than happy to get the job but not, like, okay with laying down their lives or whatever the fuck. It's, it's fine. Uh, So, apparently, the doctor was not killed. He was still alive, just very, very frozen, and his brain is working fantastically. He equates it to working as strong as a physical computer can. Which, knowing current day and age, that's a little weird. But it's fine. It's the 60s. It's whatever. Three more guards then show up behind them as they're trying to decide what to do. And sneak up behind them, beating Ian over the head with a gun. Thus winning the situation. And Barbara and friends then stubble through the smoke more and come to a door that's currently being guarded. The barracks aren't responding to the governor, but Ian and the doctor are together, and as soon as Barbara and them are about to be captured, he tells them to go and capture them so that they can get everyone together, kill them, and he can send more men down to help. (sighs) Vicky and friends come up and instantly uh, get taken away by a a laser gun guard, uh, and the revolution is apparently going to destroy the entire museum, because... They come in and swoop in and kill the guard that is holding them, which is great. And they're like, We're gonna change the future. This is how we're gonna do it, Barbara. They want to destroy the whole museum, and then this will never happen to us. And there's another laser gun portrayal, and then Citar is dead. Oh no. And it's the one that we kind of thought, like, Was going to be friends with Vicky, but then he dies. It's fine. And Vicky is held at gunpoint and asked where the gun came from. And then they take them to the governor. And they're confused as to why the barracks and the armory are no longer responding. And the entire crew is now together. And Ian is trying to break the machine that fucks up people. And the doctor pretty much goes like, you're kind of stupid. Like, they probably have more than one of those. You realize that, right? Like, come on. It Come on, like, Ian, stop. You're just, be- you're just being a cranky boy. You're just being a really cranky boy. And so the governor... Sorry, I'm trying to get my full memory back here. Um, So the governor is basically like, you know what, we should just fucking kill everybody because what the hell? And then everyone questions like, well, maybe I shouldn't have gone and done this. And then Ian's like, well, if I hadn't done this blah 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 and then Vicky is like shut up this the, the the thing hasn't even happened yet we still have time to change it like calm down it's fine and they pretty much go like oh well i guess because we've changed people's hearts even if we don't have the ability to change our past or our our future at least the other people that are with us might and the teens team are advancing on the museum and shooting up people left and right and doing a revolution, and then the teens decide to go to the governor's room to set things right, and they have decided to just kill the crew, and instead the teens get there and shoot them instead, saving them apparently, and the what doctor, luck. <laughs> what luck, and the doctor has found a thing in the TARDIS that apparently explains, it somehow skipping time tracks, but I didn't really care, and there was apparently, why not. Uh, It's fine. And he then bitches about how Ian is being an asshole and not letting him do what he wants. And then Barbara shuts him up entirely because there was no reason for him to argue. And it was a space-time visualizer. Something-something that the doctor took from the museum. Even though Ian was like, that is too big. And Vicky waves to her new boyfriend and heads out in the TARDIS. Not ready to make a commitment yet. We just zoom in on a planet image after everybody's left and we see some craters. And there's some dials and shit beeping, and... Do I... Spoil it?
0: Do I? It's part of the episode. Okay,
1: it's Dalek! They're tracking the doctor, apparently, and they have a time machine following him.
0: Oh, no. Mm. That was the episode. Whatever will they do, dear?
1: I don't know. Probably travel through time.
0: Oh, okay. So, Mm -hmm. Space Museum, what do you think? Eight. Oh, Okay. (laughs)
1: I. Okay, I will be fair. I liked the first half of it way more than I liked the second half of it.
0: Like, the concept. The concept does lose a bit of steam.
1: The first half of it, of them being invisible, not being able to interact with things, not having sound, needing to figure out how to get out of that, was, like, really interesting to me. And then I was just like, okay. Revolution. (laughs) Yay! Alright. Yeah. Revolution. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Probably well
0: mm, let's No you put can't it- change it. Fuck you. You can't change it unless you're making it higher. Fuck you. <laughs> I
1: would say the first half is more of an eight and maybe the second is more of a seven. Does that yeah, make sense? Eight it
0: is. We round up here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's understandable. It does lose a bit of steam in the second half. Um, after, like, the science fiction premise is kind of resolved. Yeah. Um, I will say... Actually, you know what? What do you think is going to happen in the next episode?
1: Um, I think that... Well, they have a time machine that's following them, right? Not a TARDIS. A time and space machine. Right? Yeah. So I think that well, they're
0: okay. going to. It is kind of a time. It is kind of a time and space machine.
1: Okay, so if it's time and space machine, instead of just a time machine, they're just going to land on a planet, and then the Daleks will suddenly be there. So they decide mm-hmm. to leave, and then the next planet will have Daleks on it. They're going to be like, "What is happening? I don't understand." Mhm. That's what I think is going to happen.
0: So do you think they're just going to be like? Oh! Oh no, it's Daleks! Hello! Um,
1: Let's go. So I was gonna say, I think that they were gonna go somewhere, and it was gonna be, like, a nice, pleasant adventure. Like, there was nothing that was gonna be, like, different. or Not different, but, like... It's just gonna be a vacation. There's nothing that they need to solve, right? And... And then from there, like, they pretty much go like, okay, well, we've hung out here long enough. I guess we could probably head out. There's nothing to really do. There's a Dalek suddenly. And they're like, oh, fuck. And so they're like, the Daleks are only here because they hate us. So, like, if we leave, like, they'll go away for whatever reason. So they leave. And then the Daleks follow them to the next planet. And they're like, wait, how? 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 And it, because it's not just a planet, it's time and also a planet, they're gonna be like, whoa, what? Yeah. My
0: clothes. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is.
1: Oh, I got yeah. it!
0: Yeah, Yay. that's exactly what it is, yeah. Yeah, totally.
1: Nice. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So what you're saying is I wasn't close at all. No, 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 you got it. Oh, I actually got the, yeah! Yeah,
0: you got it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: awesome. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice, Mm -hmm. nice, nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Stop making fun of me.
0: I would never.
1: You do every day. Oh, okay. (laughs) More than once a day. And I do the same.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. eight out of ten. Would watch again. You think the next episode they're going to go on holiday?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I, on le- holiday.
1: I do legitimately think. Like I know you want to round up, but like I do legitimately think the second half is weaker than the first. Yeah. So,
0: and I mean that's fair because I think the same.
1: Hmm. So like the second half, I wouldn't watch for a while. The first half, yeah, I'd watch it in a few hours. Sure.
0: Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Next week the um what do you call it? The Chase. The Chase. Ooh. The Chase. A really Aww. really good fun episode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see you all next week for that. Woo. Or not. Oh no, you could just stop watching. We're listening to it right here. I don't fucking No, guess.
1: stop watching. Stop watching right stop. now.
0: Yeah, stop watching. Stop watching the waveform of our voices going up and down, like blip 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 weo wee woo bleep Yep. I'm so sorry, headphone
1: user.
0: Alexa, play Despacito.
1: Sorry, Echo, play Despacito.
0: Sorry, Xbox turn off. Yes. Goodbye. (laughs)
1: Goodbye.